0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the February edition of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program. Over the next month, I'm going to take a deep dive into the role of human resources in fully operationalizing a best practices compliance program. Each day, I will pick up one topic with three key takeaways which you can utilize to improve, enhance, or upgrade your compliance program. This series of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. Incentivizing Compliance. In the Department of Justice's 2019 guidance under incentives and discipline measures, it stated, incentive system, has the company considered the implications of its incentives and rewards on compliance. How does the company incentivize compliance and ethical behavior? Have there been specific examples of actions taken, e.g. promotions or awards denied, as a result of compliance and ethical considerations? Who determines the compensation, including bonuses as well as discipline and promotion of compliance personnel? Further, one of the key points that that representatives of the Department of Justice and Securities and Exchange Commission have continually raised when discussing any best practices compliance programs. The 2012 FCPA guidance is clear that there should be incentives not only for following your own company's internal code of conduct, but also doing business the right way, i.e. not engaging in bribery and corruption. On incentives, the 2012 guidance said the Department of Justice and SEC recognized that positive incentives can also drive compliant behavior. These incentives can take many forms, such as personal evaluations, promotions, rewards for improving and developing a company's compliance program, and rewards for ethics and compliance leadership. Some organizations, for example, have made adherence to compliance a specific metric for management's bonuses so that compliance becomes an integral part of management's everyday concern. But it also recognizes the need for incentives not only to be limited to financial rewards, but sometimes simply acknowledging employees for doing the right thing can be as powerful a tool. All of this was neatly summed up in the 2012 guidance with a quote from a speech given by Stephen Cutler, then Director of SEC Enforcement. He said, make integrity, ethics, and compliance part of the promotion, compensation, and evaluation process as well. For at the end of the day, the most effective way to communicate that doing the right thing is a priority is to reward it. Conversely, if employees are led to believe that it is not, when it comes to compensation and career advancement, all that counts is short-term profitability, that cutting ethical corners is an acceptable way of getting there, they will perform to that measure. All of this demonstrates that incentives can take a wide range of avenues. The all feel company Weatherford annually awards cash bonuses of $10,000 to employees who go above and beyond in ethics and compliance for the company. While some might intone this is to be only expected from a company that has concluded a multi-year and multi-million dollar enforcement action, if you want to change culture on compliance, not much says so more loudly than awarding that kind of money to an employee. You might also consider such mundane awards as making a compliance evaluation uh, a part of an employee's overall discretionary bonus at the end of the year. It can be 5%, it can be 10%, it can even be up to 20%. But once you put such uh, information in writing, you need to follow it. Incentives can be integrated into the DNA of a company through the hiring and promotion process. It should be There should be a compliance component to all senior management hires and promotions, up to the august ranks within a company. Your HR function can be a great aid to your cause in driving the right type of behavior through the design and implementation of such structures. Employees know who gets promoted and why. If someone is only known for hitting their numbers and they are continually promoted, however they accomplish this feat, it will certainly be observed by their coworkers and you will demonstrate the wrong type of incentivized behavior. I often tell the story of the regional manager in the Far East who's alleged to have said, if I violate the code of conduct, I may or may not get caught. If I violate the code of conduct and am caught, I may or may not be disciplined. If I miss my numbers for two months, I'll be fired. If that's the perverse or negative incentive, employees will get the message. And that employee uh, was significantly promoted throughout the organization and he never missed his numbers. So is that something that you should look at as a compliance practitioner? The answer is absolutely yes. So what are today's three key takeaways? Well, always remember that the Department of Justice has continually said that compensation is an important part of incentivizing in your compliance program. It started back in 2012 with the guidance, but it actually goes back to 2004 uh, from the quote I read from Stephen Cutler, who was then director of the Division of Enforcement in the SEC, in a speech he made to the second annual General Counsel Roundtable. So the government has been on to this for some time, And the 2019 guidance continues this trend, specifically calling out incentives for doing business ethically and in compliance. Number two, this is where HR comes in, and this is why HR is so important. HR does incentives all the time. They do incentive uh, pay. They do incentives on discretionary bonus. They do a wide variety of incentives. HR can measure uh, behavior and incentivize behavior based upon those measures, HR can figure out non-compensation incentives and uh, do those as well. It actually could be something as simple as a uh, t-shirt, identifying employees uh, engaging in ethical behavior, most ethical award, or something along those lines. And that leads to point number three, which is always remember that incentives go far beyond financial rewards. Sometimes a pat on the back, sometimes an acknowledgement to your peers is enough to really incentivize employees to do business the right way. And when you have the opportunity to do that in a public forum, it can be a powerful incentive for employees to do so going forward. Thank you for joining me on this exploration of the role of HR in a best practices and fully operationalized compliance program on the February edition of 31 Days to a more effective compliance program. 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. Thanks so much for listening. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.